All right, folks, welcome to the first Charlie Charlie One podcast of 2020. This one's a little bit different. Now, if you've listened to the podcast prior to this, you'll know that they are mainly based around interviewing people who have transitioned outside of the military, outside of the Royal Marines, and gone on to do some some really incredible and quite inspiring things. This one's a little bit different. There are also some guys who are still serving, who are doing some incredible and inspiring things, and I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to find out what it was they were doing, especially if it was tied in with fundraising, and they were they were raising money for RMA, the Royal Marines Charity. So these are slightly shorter episodes. They are going to become a regular thing, because... I think we need to scream and shout a little bit more, not just about our veteran community, but about our serving Royal Marines family community as well. So on this episode of the podcast, I am interviewing serving Sergeant Royal Marine Ryan Ralphs. He's doing some great things and he has a a great reason for doing them. So I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be a lot shorter than the ones we've done thus far, but it will become a regular thing. So let's get to it. Ryan, good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you doing? I am I'm awesome. I, we had a little discussion offline just now. I'm, I'm currently sat in my truck in the officer's mess car park at CTC because the Wi-Fi in the hut has gone down. So we are, we are cuffing this to the extreme, but we're going to make this work. Exactly. We're going to make this work. So first of all, mate, um, thank you. Thank you. I know you've got a lot going on today. Thank you for giving me your time and for being the first person, actually, that I have spoke to on the podcast about their fundraising endeavours, what it is they're up to, and why it is that they're raising money for the charity. So before we get into that, can you just tell us a, a little bit about yourself? I know in the job you do, it's a little bit sensitive, so you don't have to go into any detail, but just an overview of, of who you are, you know, a bit of your background in the core and what you're up to now. Yeah, no problem, mate. Uh, so, yeah, so Sergeant Ralphie Ralphs, uh, as most people know me, um, joined the Corps in 2009, um, where I, after training, finished with uh, 990 Troop. Yeah, then went to 4-2, uh, J Company, the mighty J Company. Um, did Herrick 14 uh, with them guys and then moved off um, to work at one of the squadrons over at uh, 30 Commando. Um, so yeah, a bit about myself. So I, you know, um, love the Corps, you know, what sort of the, the ethos for the Corps. Um, love spending time um, smashing fizz, hence uh, what we're going to discuss in a little while. And yeah, I mean, for me, it's, um, it's a great place to work. You know, seeing the new lads develop, uh, coming in, passing out training, joining different elements in the, in the Corps. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully building a future with everything that's going on with this future commando stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, long-term plans are sticking the core for as long as I possibly can, um, as long as I'll have me. Uh, hopefully finishing. I'd like to finish as an RSM, but, you know, we'll see about that. Well, it sounds like you're flying right now if you're only joining 2009. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been lucky. I, uh, you know, got some good experience with J Company. Um, and then once I moved across to 30, I probably joined the squadron um, at the right time. You know, they were looking to expand. I was a relatively senior um, Marine, Lance Corporal. 
Uh, yeah, went away on course and then got the, uh, the phone call to say, yeah, you've picked up a GD Juniors. Um, I say at the time I was on my spec course. So I, uh, I moved across then, did my juniors. Um, and then probably within, I think it was within two years, I picked up my seniors. So nice. yeah, I've been a sergeant for, well, sergeant for just well, actually, yeah, three years now. Okay. Uh, Are you a Janner? Because you seem to have spent the majority of your career in the southwest in Plymouth. Uh, I probably am an adoptive Jan, I'd say. I mean, both of my kids were born in uh, in Plymouth. Okay. Uh, now, originally, I'm from um, from up near London, so farmer in Hampshire. Okay, got it, got it. Right, let's talk a little bit about this challenge that you're undertaking because I personally detest running. Uh, I've never, never enjoyed it. I, th- I think it's one of those things you're either good at and you enjoy or you're rubbish at and you don't. And I was yeah. always more of the latter. So can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that you're undertaking over the next, I guess, 12 months? I, I see that you've already done the first one. Um, yeah. Yep. So I'm assuming the rest will run through 2020. Yeah, definitely. Um, so basically, I was sort of sat around in the summer um, looking for something to do you know like most bootnecks you know you always want that challenge something to train for um started doing a bit more running you know i'm not built to be a runner you know i'm uh sort of six one about 15 and a half stone or well, was anyway <laughs> um yeah definitely not built to be a runner I never you know i've never been at the back of the pack but i've definitely certainly never been at the front um and yeah just you know start putting in a, a few more miles then had a look, start looking at, you know, maybe doing a triathlon or, you know, a couple of marathons. And then I, we had a meeting with the uh, court RSM um, and he mentioned about, you know, guys doing something for the charity. So I was like, do you know what? I think I need to set myself a goal um, and give myself something to train for. And then so I sat at home with the missus and we had a little chat and, yeah, sort of come up with the idea of doing the um, yeah, 12 marathons in 12 months. Yeah, so did the first one last weekend, um, just down in Plymouth. And yeah, I mean, so for me, it's it's about you know giving myself a goal, but actually raising money for the charity, you know, and hopefully that money will go to you know, guys that uh, you know really need it. I mean, hopefully, well, you know, in the future, I might well need to lean on the charity. And yeah, so I think. Doing a bit of running, you know, I'm not like like say Mark, I'm not uh, I'm not definitely not a runner myself, but you know, it's uh, it'll be an interesting little challenge, especially with you know things, you know, work getting in the way, and also training for an Ironman in July. So I'm doing the uh, <laughs> Bolton Ironman as well. So I mean, yeah, that's we'll see. challenging though, isn't it? You know, that the fact that you're not a natural runner is what makes it a challenge. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry, carry on, mate. I was, all I was going to say was, um, if you're comfortable talking about it in a minute, uh, I want to, I've, you know, I've been on your Just Giving page. I see that you've nearly hit your target already. And yeah. I've read a little bit about the backstory. So if you're comfortable in a minute, we can have a little chat about that. But um, yeah, no like you say, you've done the first one already. That was in, in Guz, down in Plymouth. Yeah. Where... Or the remaining 11 and what are they are they all straight marathons are they official marathons or are you just doing some stuff off your own back how's it working out so um yeah so some of it will be off my own back um so you know new year's day depending on how i'm feeling uh, i'll look to go out and do sort of a uh, 26 mile lonely run 
um, trying, I'm trying to coerce some of the lads to come and join me, some local lads, but I don't think that's going to happen. On New Year's Day? Um, yeah, <laughs> New Year's Day, yeah, good luck with that, yeah. Um, but now some of them, so the, the next organised one I've got is uh, some called a Badger Trail Marathon. Um, again, that's just local, um, local to this area. Uh, then I've got the Exeter Marathon, um, but I'm looking to book in a couple of ones. So I was supposed to go to Norway um, in January. I'm not going any longer. So yeah, I'll be looking to sort of crack in uh, a few more local ones. Um, so I did the Eden Project one in October, um, and but that was just before the challenge started. So unfortunately, I can't really add that one into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I say some of them will just be me going out for a run, um, and then others. So with the Ironman as well, I'll I'll be chucking uh, chucking that marathon down as one of my twelve. Uh, but yeah, so it's, um, hopefully I'll try and get a few more you know, organised ones in, um, probably back end of twenty twenty, just to kind of make sure. The way I've planned it is um, to not have to do. One a month, obviously with work, as you know, you know, yeah. essentially I'll be away for a few weeks. So I've done it so that it's only it's twelve in twelve. Um, so that if maybe one month, you know, I miss a, a marathon, then potentially later on in the year, I'll have to do a couple in one month. So, got it. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, let's hope it's not too many in the in the short space of time. Nah, fingers crossed. Do you mind? Um, and if you're not comfortable, that's that's perfectly fine. But w- would you mind talking a little bit about the reason behind why you're doing these? Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, yeah. As I say I was on Herrick 14. Um, so there was a, a young lad with us, um, a lad called James Wright, Marine James Wright. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah, as every bootneck, you know, hoofing bloke, young lads. Uh, I think he was 21 at the time. Um, he was point man on a on a you know pretty much for the whole tour, him and another lads. Anyway, we've been out on the grounds um, and got back to, been in a couple of contacts, got back to our checkpoint um, and they, we got attacked at the checkpoint. Um, unfortunately, where myself and James were stood, um, a UGL landed just above us um, and unfortunately, yeah, he sustained um, some injuries. That he yeah, he wasn't he wasn't going to recover from. Um, so he was. I think the hardest thing for us or for the lads in the multiple was he was just such a huge character. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he always brought a smile, always brought a bit of a laugh. When I mean, you know yourself, Mark. When when the going gets tough, you need that character in there to you know raise everybody's kind of uh, morale. Yeah. And, um, yeah, James was James was that guy. So. No, so, I mean it took it took a little while for everyone to sort of get over everything and say because of the, the person he was. Um, but yeah, I think I still speak to all the same lads now, um, and you know every every August on yeah. So he was killed on the fifth of August. Every August we um, sort of all have a little shot of port or a couple of shots of port for him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, it's, so it was a few years ago now, but you know. Guys like that, they're always kind of in the back of your, in the back of your mind. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. It's um, it's very noble, mate, and, and very honourable what it is you're doing. Now, I don't need to tell you it's it's going to be rough. Um, I've I've never 
ever ran a marathon. Obviously, we've all done the 30 mile. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But there are going to be those dips and, you know, those peaks, those, those times when you're on a high and, and it seems easy and then you hit that wall and you're just threaders and you want to, you know, wrap and just go home to a warm house and a, and a belly full of scrounge. So what is it that's going to pull you through those, those times? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I just, most of the guys I've come across in the core, we just have that switch where you just think, Do you know what, I'm sort of in the black and I'm just not going to stop. And I think what's going to really get me to the end of you know, each marathon um, is just knowing that it's not, I'm not just going out for a run, I'm going out there to raise money for the charity. Um, it's a good cause. It's a memory of a good mate of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I guess, probably mainly for um, going out there and doing something for guys that don't have the chance to do that. Um, be that sort of injury or be that, you know, them no longer being around. Yeah. Or could just be, you know, another reason that they're just not able to get out and do, you know, physical activity as much as what they'd like. So, you know, it's, it's one of them sort of all-encompassing. It's a, a bit of a challenge for me, a bit of raising money, a bit of raising awareness as well um, for the charity. And I think, you know, I've got two two small kids, two young kids, you know, both of them very much into their fears. So they either do swimming, dancing, CrossFit, rugby. And I think it's for them to look at their old man um, and I think, you know, have that image in their head that it's, I'm not a guy that would just quit on something. I am yeah. a guy that would just kind of get out there and hopefully inspire them a little bit. And, you know, I'd like to get to a point where probably on the last marathon, maybe see if I can organize it so that they can run the last little bit with me, just as a little, yeah. you know, little finisher. So that, that'd be awesome. That'd be great if they could, wouldn't it? Yeah. Roger that. That's the kind of stuff they remember forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I know with yourself and your family, like, you know, some of the things that you've put yourself through. Um, yeah, you kind of have to, you do have to dig deep and, you know, you'll just get to the point where it's like, you know, I'm not going to quit. You know, I think if we all quit, then we'd never get anything achieved, just personally and professionally. And, um, yeah. yeah, I just know that I'll get to that point where, yeah, I will hit a wall, but then you just get over it and crack on. Yeah, you'll find a reason to keep pushing on and it sounds like you've got plenty of them. Yeah, definitely, mate. So you said about raising money. Like I said, I've, I've been on your Just Giving page last night. I've seen that you're almost at that total already. So I think you're going to fly through that one. But you also mentioned about raising awareness. So are you social media savvy? Where can we, where can we follow your progress um, throughout this next 12 months? Do you have a, I know you've got the Just Giving page and I'll put the, the link to that in the show notes to this. But are you... Uh, an avid social media user? Do you vlog and blog and all that stuff? To be honest, I'm not I'm not a big social media. Uh, I mean, I probably should be in this day and age, um, but I don't sort of do any vlogging or anything like that. You know, my wife's on on social media, um, but probably the best place really is probably the Just Given page and using you know. Uh, you know, links through the charity to get to that Just Given page. Um, I probably should really, if I was, because my plan is to not just do this next challenge, but um, I'm in discussions with um, a family member who's on the channel um, a couple of years ago. 
So basically, you know, um, I'm looking to do every year, look to set myself a challenge um, and, you know, getting raised money for the charity and that kind of good stuff. So really, I should, should probably get myself on social media and start actually advertising what I'm doing because, you know, I, I see it as being like an enduring thing. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, for the, for the Just Giving page, um, yeah, if you just follow the links that, you know, through the charity or through, you know, through yourself, that's probably the best way to get hold of uh, what I'm doing. Okay, and we'll certainly share that around for you. And, and if you want to to use us at the charity, use our social media, every time you've got an event coming up, if you just drop me an email, I will continue to push that page out there and let all, the, uh, all of our supporters know how you're getting on uh, and how you're doing. And like I said, I've seen that you've nearly at the target already, so I'm sure you're going to tear through that. And um, thank you. Thank you on behalf of the charity for doing this, for us, for putting yourself through so much pain, um, you know, to raise money for those less fortunate than yourself. That's what the core family's about. I don't need to tell you that. We, we're a small, tight-knit community, and this is what we do. And this is why the charity exists, you know, to help those that, even like myself, that find themselves in times of need um, and they reach out for that support. So thank you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for talking to me on the podcast. Thank you for everything you're doing. And I, stroke we, will certainly do everything we can to, to help push this and promote it for you. Uh, cheers to that, mate. It's, uh, it's, so it's, um, it's a pleasure, like, you know, speaking to yourself, um, you know, a big part of the, the sort of the core family. Um, I think, you know, also, you know, for the charity, there's quite a few people that I speak to that have needed it. Um, you know, I've got a few mates that are still having um, issues from from the same sort that I was on. Yeah. Um, yeah, you need that when when the going gets tough. You know, everyone sort of bands together, and um, yeah, the charity is such a huge part of that. And so yeah, so it's uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure speaking to you, and also raising money for the charity. Well, thank you. And ladies and gents, like I said, I'm going to put the link to Ryan's Just Giving page in the show notes to this podcast. And I'm going to put it all over our social media platforms. So if you've got a spare couple of quid, please jump on there, have a read of his story and donate to his cause because he is going to put himself through some serious, serious pain, um, all for the benefit of others. Ryan, thank you very much, mate. I appreciate your time. um, And I hope to speak to you throughout this whole journey that you're going on. Yeah, cheers to that, mate. Good to speak to you. You too, mate. Thank you. Well, there you go. I told you it was shorter and I told you it would be different. But I'm sure you will all agree that what Sergeant Ralphs is doing and the reason that he's doing it are are incredible. Uh, and I know personally from the the time that I've been working with the charity that there are hundreds and hundreds of people out there with similar stories and my aim is to hunt them down and to get them on the podcast guys thank you for listening thank you for everyone who has subscribed everyone who has left reviews everyone who has shared this podcast with their friends and members of the royal marines family tagged people in it whatever it is you've done thank you all um this is a new way for us of getting the word out there And as always, with all things within the charity, we can't do any of this without your help and support. So thank you to everyone who is helping and who continues to help to grow this podcast.